Hi everyone, I'm Tara Mont, and you're listening to the Trust and Thrive with Tara Mont podcast, where you can find a new episode released every Thrive Thursday. I am a current clinical psychology graduate student, passionate about all things to do with mental health, relationships, healing, self-reflection, and other topics that influence us in our everyday lives. I created this podcast to hopefully inspire others to live their most authentic life and to share insightful and honest conversations with everyday individuals and informed professionals. Although the show is not a replacement for therapy, I hope the conversations had can inspire you to look within, to practice self-compassion, to gain more awareness, and to trust the process of your unique journey. If you resonate with the message of Trust and Thrive, make sure to subscribe and stay tuned. You can also stay connected by following me on Instagram at Trust and Thrive. Thank you for being here. Now let's get right into this week's episode. It might take a minute to start this episode because my puppy is crying in her crate, as you can hear. So hello, everyone. Welcome back to Trust and Thrive. I'm your host, Tara Mont, and I hope you're having a wonderful start to your June. I am currently quarantining. I was exposed um, to COVID, and so my partner is at his parents' house, and I've been home for a bit. I've been testing negative, but we'll see what happens. So because this last weekend, I was home and had some time just at home in general, I decided to get started on my final paper for school. And so in my couple and family therapy class, we have a final paper. We choose a film about families and we and we talk about the different family dynamics. We give them a treatment plan and intervention. I won't go into detail about what we have to do for the actual paper, but I decided to choose my Big Fat Greek Wedding just because I've also seen that movie so many times, like many times growing up. And it just reminded me of some dynamics in my family as well. And so there were a lot of great movies to choose from, Encanto, which I love. Shout out to my friend Shannon for working on it. I absolutely love Encanto. So many great movies and it were, it was hard to choose. I probably would have done that second. But something about My Big Fat Greek Wedding, it's just a classic that I really resonate with and I feel like I know the character so well from watching it so many times. So I decided to write on it and it brought up some feelings about family dynamics in my own life. And it really warmed my heart. I forgot, first of all, how funny the movie is. And then it was just so funny because of how ridiculous it was. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of what was said in the movie I have heard in my own life. So it just made me think of this idea of breaking cycles, finding your own identity outside of your family, but also trying to keep parts of your culture and parts of your family's dynamic that maybe you want to keep. And so what I have been thinking about recently is how when we're trying to find ourselves, and I will only speak for myself, at least my journey of finding myself outside of just my family dynamic, there were a lot of realizations I had about my childhood growing up. And it doesn't have to be anything extreme, but just noticing patterns that maybe you don't want to repeat or parts of your life that you're especially grateful for that you're now noticing And I think when we're trying to find ourselves outside of what we know or what we knew growing up, there can be a lot of feelings that come up, whether it's anger, sadness, confusion, whatever it may be, denial. 
And a lot of that may include not wanting to repeat certain cycles. And so I know on the show, I talk a lot about breaking cycles, breaking patterns, realizing, oh, I don't want to be like this, or I don't want to pass on this part of my culture or my family or what I know. When I was going through that time in my life, I mean, I'm always going through that. When I first started having realizations about myself and my past and my family dynamic and kind of seen outside of it. I was more focused on what I don't want to do or what I don't want to repeat or the cycles I want to break and only really focusing on maybe the negatives and what I don't want in my life moving forward. And I think it's hard because at the time I was like, oh, I never, you know, I love my Persian culture, nothing against um, Iranian culture, but I would think to myself, oh, I don't want to repeat certain gender stereotypes or gender roles or I don't want to have this belief, or I don't want to do this, or whatever it may be, whatever the opposite of rose-colored glasses would be, but I was just nitpicking at parts of my culture I did not want to pass down, or parts of my family that should have been different, or that I would do differently. I think it's completely valid to acknowledge a lot of parts of your life, your childhood, your family dynamic, your own situation, the person you were growing up, and wanting to change that maybe moving forward, or grow, or accept going through acceptance of what you can't change, but very often that can come with forgetting about the good stuff, forgetting that life isn't so black and white, forgetting that I can acknowledge that I do not want to pass down certain stereotypical roles to my future family. And I also love so many other parts of my Persian background and my culture and the way my family raised me. I may not like certain actions or behaviors that I witnessed And I can also really appreciate other behaviors and other parts that made me who I am today. And that's something I have been recently going through because I think for a while now, I was so focused on what do I want to do moving forward? What kind of life do I want to have? How do I want to raise my kids? How do I want to, how do I want my family to be growing up? And of course, I can't plan what my life is going to look like. But I can be aware of what I want to do. And I think I've been really focused on breaking certain cycles. What do I not want to do? And I think part of me feared that if I did want to pass down certain parts of my Persian culture or my family dynamic, that it would meet, it would include me passing down the other parts that I don't want, if that makes sense. I thought, oh, well, if I'm acknowledging these beautiful qualities that many Iranians have and the hospitality and the love and the food and so many great parts of the culture, then that means I'm also accepting maybe parts of the culture that I do not like, the sexism, the other parts that I do not agree with. And of course, I'm not saying that's everyone in the culture, but just from many past generations and what I know. And and so Life is just not so simple. It's not black and white. I think maybe reframing it as that there's so much more, that there's there's colorful parts, there's other parts we don't like. There's so many parts of our personal life, our past, our relationships, our cultures, our dynamics that make us who we are. And we can acknowledge parts that we do not want to accept. Maybe we accept them for what they are, but we do not want to pass them down is what I mean. We can acknowledge that I do not want to be this type of partner or or mother or friend. And we can also say, I really hope I have those qualities of my mother. I really hope 
I can be like my father in these ways. I really hope I can be like my brother in these ways and other ways. I really hope my family continues to pass down these traditions. I really hope I continue to learn parts of my culture. I'm really proud of my Iranian heritage. And there are other parts that disturb me and that I don't agree with. And from what I've seen or heard talking to other people, whether it's in my psychology program, my friends, it can be a very common theme. It may have to do with your religion, for example. I've talked to a lot of people who say that they are religious and they want to have faith, but maybe they don't agree with everything in the Bible. And they don't have to. You don't have to agree with every single thing that's saying. You can define your own faith. You can define your own future moving forward. And just because you do agree with parts of it, just because you do have faith, does not mean that you maybe necessarily agree with all of it. And that works too. And this really relates to the idea of black and white thinking, because if you listen to the show, you know I've struggled with that, especially as someone who's very anxious. I often think in very black or white terms of it's either bad or good. I don't want to think that way. And I'm not saying I judge people in that way at all. But I think growing up, that was very common for me. This is either bad or good. You say a bad word, you're a bad person, or you do this one thing, you must be a bad person. It's not so simple. And growing up, getting more education, having more life experiences has helped me realize that. And it's interesting because I realized I was being very judgmental in some ways by seeing things as so black and white. Like, for example, because I would think, oh, well, if they're proud of their culture or heritage, they must agree with everything. Or if they are supporting this, they must agree with all of this. And it made me so hesitant to even, it made me not know what I want. I guess that's how I would say it. It made me not know what I want, who I want to be. And recently I started taking some Farsi classes because I thought about it and I thought it started to freak me out. I had this realization recently that who is going to pass that down after my parents' generation? I'm a child of immigrants and my parents moved here and they spoke Farsi most of their lives growing up or as kids at least, not most of their lives. And they learned Farsi growing up and they moved here from Iran. And so it makes me think, okay, after our generation, if we don't pass down the language, even a bit, because I can speak Farsi a bit, not too well, I understand it, but still, I'm definitely not great. I thought, who is going to pass it down, even a little bit, to my kids, to future generations? Is it just going to be gone? Are me and my partner just going to be the ones to end it? Are my kids never going to know anything about their culture? I started to panic. I don't know when this happened, but I think, you know, also losing some grandparents in the family and my and my fiance's family made me realize, you know, life is moving forward. Generations are moving forward. And I really am the next generation to, you know, have kids. I, I hope to have kids. And what do I want to teach them? What do I want them to learn? I can teach them parts of the Persian culture that I love and traditions that I love. And I also don't have to teach them to follow certain stereotypes or to do what my relatives and ancestors did hundreds of years ago, obviously. And I know you may think, okay, well, that's pretty obvious. You can kind of define that for yourself. But I think it's something we may forget because even the messages we may hear, whether it's from our loved ones, our family, from you know, pastors or people who are practicing a certain religion or faith or or of just a certain cultural background. They may have so much pride in it, which is beautiful, but they may also spread messages out there of saying that you need to you need to follow this or you 
are not of this faith or you need to follow this or you don't care. You need to follow this or you're not of this culture. And that's why I brought up my big fat Greek wedding because I think it's so beautiful I, you know, to get so deep into it because I had to write about it. But seeing the way that the main character Tula was really finding her own identity and it did not mean that she doesn't love her Greek culture and background. It just meant that she's finding what she wants. Like she's marrying, she married an American man. She was the first person to marry outside of the Greek culture. And that didn't make her any less Greek. That didn't make her any less a part of the family. And maybe it took some time for them to accept and acknowledge. And maybe her her dad wasn't used to her getting educated as a woman and, you know, breaking certain patterns. But she was able to, and she was able to then, you see at the end of the movie, she takes her daughter to Greek classes. Hopefully that's not a spoiler. I'm sure we've all seen it. I just thought that was so beautiful. And obviously when I watched that movie in the past, I just saw it for comedy, which it is, but it also brings up so many vital common themes that that many of us experience. Whether or not you live with your parents, your guardians, or you don't have family, or you're not close to family, or you don't have family to go to, other than friends, I hope you know you're not alone and that this is such a journey to find who we want to be. And it's a lifelong journey. And I've honestly dealt with a lot of guilt and confusion, even thinking like, am I not a feminist if I want to make my fiance like food one day? (laughs) I know it's so funny. I get in my head and then he makes food like 99% of the time. It's the black and white thinking of like, well, if I make him food, then that's something like past generations would do all the time for their men. And I don't want to be like that. And I want to be independent and I, I want to be respected and I am respected. That doesn't change that. It's like, I can want to, you know, sometimes spoil my partner and make him food and, you know, be kind and get him tea and all that. And then he can do it many of the other times too. Because it's not so black and white. And I also don't have to go to the extreme of I never want to do anything that's similar because I don't want to be put in this category. And so when I think about finding my own identity, finding who I want to be, I no longer see it as avoiding and shutting down my past and only breaking cycles. I see it as acknowledging that my past is part of me And that I can literally create whoever I want to be based on every experience I have. I almost see it if I'm thinking about it visually, which helps me. (laughs) I see it as a puzzle. I see it as I have many different puzzles in front of me, different colors, different images, different messages on them. I'm grabbing different pieces from different puzzles and I'm creating my own. Even then I'll cut them so that they fit. They make their own shape. They become their own puzzle. I do not have to be limited to all the beliefs in this one culture, all the beliefs that are against this culture, (laughs) all the exact experiences and beliefs and situations that were in my family or the ways that my parents raised me specifically. I also don't have to completely go against how I was raised because even though no family is perfect and I acknowledge that there are a lot of things I would do differently and I acknowledge that my loved ones did the best they could with what they knew at the time. And that doesn't excuse all behavior and everything, but it's just how I see it, my perspective. And I also see that there are so many parts of my family, my culture, the ways that my parents raised me that I hope to pass down. There are cycles that I do want to pass down. So as opposed to only thinking of breaking cycles, I think of breaking and keeping cycles. What cycles, 
What patterns, what actions and behaviors do I want to keep and pass down? Which ones would I like to completely break? Which ones would I like to tweak? And which ones would I like to pass down? And even then, it's not so black and white of either doing it or not. We can tweak some of them. And so as I move forward and make choices every single day, I think about and I reflect on the person I want to be today. I also am not going to pressure myself to know who I'm going to be a few years from now, tomorrow, a week from now. And so no matter what your situation is, wherever you may be on your own journey, I hope you know you're not alone. I'm right here with you. Even if I'm in a completely different phase, even if my situation is completely different, you have people holding your hand. You may not see it, you may not realize it, but you are not alone. Whether it's your ancestors breaking those cycles and keeping some, or future generations looking back from the future and thanking you for doing what you're doing right now, it's all worth it and you matter. And it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to have these realizations and not think, oh, well, I'm grateful and I want to pass this down. You may be thinking, oh, well, I'm not grateful right now. I'm upset. I'm angry. I'm confused. I'm acknowledging things I didn't acknowledge before. And I'm mad or I'm feeling a mix of emotions or I'm conflicted or feel guilty, whatever it is. It's okay to feel all these emotions. However you feel right now is valid. The point of this episode is not to listen and say, oh, I'm really thankful and I want to pass this down and everything's great or I need to be grateful, I need to move on. Not at all. Your experiences are valid. Your feelings are valid. However you're feeling in this moment, I'm simply sharing how I felt about this, what my journey's been like, and just a reminder that we're all a work in progress. And even then, you're enough. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you listening this far. Thank you for any messages. Thank you for leaving a rating and review if you have. If you would take a minute to do so on Apple Podcasts, that would mean the absolute world. If you want to learn more about the show, see some memes, some posts from me, I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Trust and Thrive. And you can find all those links in the description of this episode. And if there's anything that resonated with you, please let me know. I'm always incredibly grateful for messages. Anyone who reaches out, it just means the world. And I hope you know that I see you, I hear you, and I do not forget those messages. They truly make my day. So thank you again for being here. We have a lot of exciting episodes to come, so make sure to stay tuned, subscribe, follow. I hope you take care of yourself and be kind to yourself. And I will catch you all next Thrive Thursday. Thursday.